0: Hey, and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week, we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai your problems, your big wins, and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide
1: you through it all.
0: There's going to be some silly chat from us, and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. how are we doing? I just feel like time
1: flies and then here I am again in front of you. Like, I don't know where the time's going. It's been a
0: quick week, hasn't it? It's been a super speedy week. Yeah, and I mean, last week on the 10th, it was World Mental Health Day, which is very cool. And did you hear that a lot of businesses across the UAE let their staff have the day off? Oh, that's amazing. I know. Did you have the day off?
1: I <laughs> gave myself the day off. Actually, yeah, I did have you the did. day off. I did, yeah. I didn't that get was, the day off. That was uh I gave myself the day off. Understand. Oh, Siri, oh, who's that? Siri. Siri, Siri doesn't understand Siri I know. Um, I yeah, actually, either. by coincidence, I did have the tenth off. I nice. had a nice day on the tenth. Actually, I saw my friends and I am sure my friend, and she's got three kids. So we went to the splash park in oh, Town Square.
0: Nice. Have you been there? I uh, I've looked at it, not in like a paedophile way, but I always feel weird as a as a fully grown adult. That's you know, fine. I can say this. That what I do is I just sit and I just watch all the kids play. And I was thinking, if I was a middle aged man. I'd be escorted out of there wouldn't I?
1: Yeah I mean <laughs> uh, I went in the kids there 5, 6 and 11 yeah. and we had a great time it looks and I was so just good. like oh half an hour of just messing around in the in the, in the the very cold water so it's quite refreshing. It
0: looks really good down there I like yeah, it. Yeah and had a
1: nice, uh, nice dinner so yeah actually I did have a nice mental health awareness oh, day.
0: Well that's good, well I was at work but it's not a bad thing, I love my job it's great. Um, but look like, your mum's here, oh your mum's coming right?
1: My mum's coming, by the time you listen to this podcast my mum will be coming tomorrow oh, oh, so, exciting. So, exciting. so when was the last time you saw her uh christmas boxing day
0: oh man so it's been a long time
1: yeah it's been like i do appreciate there are people that haven't seen their families for like two years at this point my yeah. sister my sister hasn't seen my parents for a very long time because she's in new zealand and they're very very strict still um so i do understand that me feeling sad for myself that i haven't seen my mum for 10 months um is probably unrelatable to some people who haven't but seen that. you're allowed to feel that way. Oh it's my God, fine. I'm just so buzzing. But we were talking actually about the fact that she's got to go through that hurdle of taking a PCR test. Oh. You know that take a PCR test, wait awkwardly for 12 hours, yeah. even though like, you know, you probably haven't got COVID. Well, no,
0: you always think you do have it. Do you get like that? Like every time I had a PCR test, and I've had loads by this point, I always think, that's it, I've got it. For um, sure. I Always. don't know.
1: On a few occasions, I've had them and just been very adamant that I don't have it because there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. And then there's like a few occasions where I've had a little bit of a sore throat or a little bit of a runny nose. I think it must be in the head. Yeah. Though, right? And I've like been a close contact to someone. So then I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have it, aren't I? Have and you had COVID yet? Officially, no.
0: No. Officially, no. That's good. You've yeah. dodged it.
1: Yeah. Well, touch wood. Touch wood. So far. I feel like unofficially, I might have had it twice, but. I think I I had it it before it It was
0: even a thing, to be honest. Because I know a lot of people in the UAE had a little bit of a <laughs> sniffle, but I feel like there's been a non-COVID cold going round, and that's what I've had, because I've had a test.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had a few... Well, that was about last month. I had really bad bronchitis when I had a sore oh, throat oh, and a yeah. crazy voice. That sounded never... well
0: sexy on the podcast,
1: though. Well done,
0: <laughs> um, Right, look. So, this week, we've got Kelly Marie coming on to speak to us, right?
1: Yeah, Kelly Marie coming to talk to us about all things entrepreneurial and women in the workplace eh? because... I I uh, I do feel like Dubai as a place is trying to champion more female businesses and yeah. more um I've I've noticed in a lot of um government entities that I've worked with and been in recently there's a lot more female directors managers, Good. heads of departments yeah I don't know if that is trickling down into other kind of industries and like the general
0: workplace well I mean my workplace right I mean, let's be honest, the majority is a lot of men, mm-hmm. but we have two senior heads of departments that are females and I always feel good about that because I think, like, when the females are in the room, I feel like we're definitely more represented. And then middle management, there's a lot more of us that are girls, which is mm-hmm. good as well. Mm-hmm. But you, all, I feel, always feel a little bit safer when I know that there's a woman representing us in the big room,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important that there is a balance and obviously, like... I I never want that to buy girl or like Urban Market or anything that we do to come across as like you can... I've had people say, oh, do you only work with women? And, yeah. you know, we don't. Um, mm. We work with anyone we, we want to work with and who wants to work with us. And, you know, it's not about females, but we will try and, you know, push for female brands or female-owned brands to go to the top of the list in a lot of instances. And because is that want them- a bad thing ever? No, I don't think it is. Because I think, I think it is. pushing
0: up the minority means that it's a good thing no matter what yeah. because you know the, the male led businesses to be real like they're already getting their shot and the girls might be a little bit left behind so yeah. you should push it's up okay. the girls, I'm all for that
1: Yeah so we're going to talk to Kelly and she's going to tell us about the band she started, how she started them, cool. um, just you know how she's become one of the top like female voices for the UAE
0: Sick, I'm excited, right let's get her on Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Kirsty. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm Elisa. Nice to meet you. Hi, Elisa. So we've got you on today. We're talking about women in business, women in the office, like how we can kill it as a woman. And so that the men just, you know, the men in the UAE, let's be real, right, for years and years and years, it has been a very male-dominated place. But we were just saying before that we feel like the landscape is changing now. What do you think? What's your experience been of that?
2: you um you're totally right things have changed i mean i've been here for 13 uh, years now mm-hmm. um and i just think as a place to live i think dubai is there's a lot it's a, there's a lot more opportunity here for women now um i think it's a really really amazing place to come where if you know to follow your dreams because there's a lot I don't know, like living in the UK and stuff, it's just a lot harder to kind of get going and, mm. and stuff like that. And I think Dubai is a really good place for you if you have a dream, if you have some passion about something. It's a really easy place just to get it up and running. You know, there's so much support now from places like Zone and other places that um, they even do like really good rates for women only. Oh, nice. For their businesses and stuff. Yeah. So I really do think that it has changed a lot Um and i also think like the women support groups here like the women empowerment um you know kind of so much in the last i'd say 5
1: years for sure yeah so i think you're right i think it's um, amazing and like even for me as a you know as a as, as a new fully fledged entrepreneur like i am blown away by the amount of support that i receive from you know other businesses and women working together and networking with each other and you know i get women call me and ask me questions and they're like oh i'm so surprised that like you just offered to help me and i'm Aww. like but why wouldn't i like yeah. you know the world's a yeah. big enough place for everyone to to get on mm-hmm. um, and I get a lot of you yeah. You might you might feel the same way as well like I've started a few concepts and they've definitely been like completely copied by people yeah. um, and that is really oh, yeah. frustrating um, and people say to me oh like what do you do about it like why didn't you just call them out on it and I said because at the end of the day if it's not their passion and if it wasn't their idea they will fall apart yeah like it
0: won't work for them. Can I just ask you Kelly first of all like what is your story like are, what, you know do you run your own business I hear you're killing it, but tell me, like, what's your day to day life here in Dubai? Like, what do you do here?
2: So, I think, um, I think how, you know, why so many women resonate with me is because I moved here 13 years ago, Mm -hmm. a single girl from actually from Scotland. Um, hold on a minute what's your accent then <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's lost it no I'm, I'm
2: originally from from Essex but uh, I've got eight
0: years. hold on she's the Kelly hybrid it's the mix of me and you Kirsty. Yeah, yeah Essex oh and Scotland. oh my gosh this is great you're the probably we're the before <laughs> like you're, you're the after yeah. <laughs> sorry carry on uh, Kelly but, yeah so I moved here um a single girl just to
2: completely for a completely different job that I actually ended up doing. Um, I came over to be a PA for um, somebody that owned a real estate company. Well, obviously you don't call it that, a state agency in uh, in Glasgow. Yeah. And then he was setting up the business on his own. So he was, you know, he got me out here, was paying me a salary. And as Dubai is Dubai, it didn't it didn't take, you know, a few weeks. Like he assumed it took, you know, a lot longer, maybe even months. So he couldn't keep me on and he had to stop paying me. So he was like, you know, move back to Scotland and when we are ready, we'll get you out again. And I was like, hell no, I just sold everything. I've upped sticks and left. So I was like, right, I give myself a month to find a job. Um, If I don't, then I'll have to go back with my towel between my legs. Um, So I was renting a room in a house, um, you know, came out with literally like a couple of thousand pounds in my bank and ended up finding a job. They were looking for somebody to start up a modelling agency for them. They both had uh, separate jobs, um, so they needed someone to start it from scratch. And fake it till you make it is my motto. <laughs> Love it, I yeah. No Me too. Idea Absolutely. What I was doing. Yeah. Never done anything like that before. I've worked in in an opticians for eight years in Scotland and the UK. So yeah, I I did make it, and then went on to start up my own agency, and then which is still running, still doing really well. And then from there. Um, I met my husband and we've literally just built an empire from, you know, brick by brick. And now I've got, yeah, I'm director of um, PPMG and uh, Nude. We love Nude, which is bra alternatives. Uh, Gym Clothing, which is our our gym clothing brand. Um, And also just taken on as a partner in Thomas Royal, which is a swimwear brand for dads and lads.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, and also Dubai oh, yeah. hostesses—that's like one of yours as well, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so that's kind of like the—we're um, under PPMG now, as the promotions and modelling and event side of that. But yeah, that—that that used to be called Lush Group. That was what I had. Like, must have been about ten years ago now in Dubai. Yeah.
1: So safe to say, a woman of many yeah, talents. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've
2: got a
0: lot of stuff going on there, Kelly. Um, but can I ask you? You know, as someone who you said that you didn't really have any business experience you just kind of faked your way there how what advice do you have for girls who are just kind of trying to get the confidence to just actually go and try something on their own because it's a really difficult thing to do to kind of step out of that comfort zone and just go for it and just see how you get on and give it your best try right
2: yeah I mean I'm I'm, I'm starting something new, which you'll find out about very soon, but it's literally, I was speaking to my um, partners in it the other day, and it was like, we all, we all wake up, even me, like people look at me and think, oh, she's so confident, and she's got, you know, she's got all of this. You know, I came from absolutely nothing, even before, you know, I moved here. I came from a really tough childhood. I came from absolutely nothing. Mm. And even now in my business day-to-day life, some, like, something, someone will ask me something or I'll need to do something. So I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so coming from not knowing what I'm doing to, to where I am now, I would just say go for it. Like, the worst case scenario is you can you can Google it. Do you know what I mean? Just do it. Always... so many people out there like will help us. Like you said, you get people asking for for advice. And why not help them? Like, there is, you just have to put your guard down and ask for help if you need to. Mm. Otherwise... You know, you do have it in you to do it. Everyone has it in them to do it. You just have to really, like, dig deep and and just, just go for it. Yeah, and
1: that really resonates with me. Like, people will say, oh, how do you know how to do this and how do you know how to do that? And I say, I... I there's a there's a fine line I think, like um in Dubai, for want of another word, you're gonna you're gonna meet so many bullshitters, like people that yeah, just literally yeah. are like, Oh yeah, I can do this and I can make this and I can do that And I think there's a line between being that kind of person that's just chatting rubbish mm-hmm. and being yeah. a person who can be like in a meeting or in a scenario can say, Yeah, I can do that or I will be able to do that when you know that's within so your capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about the following yeah. through aspect because there's so many people, especially like in the events industry, I'd say like it's one of the biggest categories that I work with. Like people who say to me, oh, I've done this and it's got this many followers and it's and I'm like, okay, show me the evidence or invite me to an event or show me like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, like quite a lot of the time like it's actually not true what they can achieve. Um. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I do agree with that. But it's, it's faking it until you make, can make it within like the realms of your possibilities. You know, like if someone said to me, yeah um go and go and bake a wedding cake like i could fake it and i could probably do it because i know i have the basic skills to bake but if someone went to me go and make certain thing in like graphic design or something like that i couldn't but i'd find someone that could you know so it's just about knowing what you can and can't do i think is important And i mean
0: i think the thing from the thing for me is you know kirstie and i talk about the fact that kirstie owns her own business i'm a radio host and I, i like i have kind of my own business I do like freelance stuff as a performer but like everyone says like I want to do my own business right mm-hmm. but you just think where the hell do I start like what Ideas yeah. can I bring to the table? I don't know what I want to do. I know I, I think I might be good at business and I think I might be good at, you know, being a boss, own my own company. But how do you get to that point? I mean, you say that you've, you've got a, a couple of businesses, Kelly. How do you think of the ideas to actually start going, you know?
2: I mean, you have to have a plan. Like the amount of people that come to me and say, "Like, I really want to do this, yeah, but I don't know, or I really, like you said, I really want to start a business, but I don't know what I want to do." Yeah. Like if you don't have a plan and you don't have a passion, mm. you can't just magic a business out of thin air. Like, you have to have a passion for something. Um, you have to, you have to want to do it. Like, I've got so many people that, you know, they've got the idea, they've got the plan. But they don't really want it, you mm. know. You really have to want it. You really have to be prepared to put in the hard graft, and you know, and know that it doesn't happen overnight. Because of, I'm someone who wants everything yesterday, yeah. but you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes it takes time. It takes tears. It takes you know. It doesn't work sometimes, and you just have to. You have to be quite thick-skinned. I think when it comes to businesses like that, that you really, for me, planning, planning is key. Like. You have to have like six diaries, and you have to write down everything because if you if you don't plan, then it's just a wish.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I, that what you've just said resonates with me a lot. And, and what's your your take on like sacrifice? Because that's another thing that I always say to people. Like, um, I get probably completely different kinds of levels of business coming to me that come to you, but like, start a lot of startups or a lot of people saying to me like, "Oh, I want to do X y, and Z." Um, And I've actually personally had to now stop like meeting every single person for a coffee. And, you know, in the beginning, everyone was like, oh, can I meet you for a coffee and pick your brains? And I spent a lot of time doing that. I'd say like one out of 10 coffees actually turned into someone actually following through on the advice I'd given them or the actions that I'd kind of gone to them. And, you know, it's basically like doing mentoring Mm. Um, and ultimately I had to stop doing that. I had to say to people, like, if you've got a plan, call. Put like you said, put a a plan down on paper. Send me an email. Send me your ideas. I'll do it over a quick phone call. I'll do it over a quick Zoom. But I was giving up like without sounding like a big head here, but giving up hours of my time, Mm. which I was then recovering by staying up till like midnight or whatever. We we just... Uh, off like recording before this just talked about our schedule of recording has changed and it's completely thrown off my day because we're now recording in the middle of the day whereas we were recording at night and it's like a massive thing for me to I'm sure you're the same like scheduling meetings like driving here driving there going here going there it takes up so much of your time and you really have to without sounding brutal you have to say to people like if you're not prepared to sacrifice and actually work for what you want you're never going to get it and then on a personal level like the sacrifice as well like I don't I was saying a couple of episodes ago about how many friends I've lost and how many people in my life who are no longer a part of it people who I prior yeah. to starting that Dubai Girl and being as involved in it as I obviously am now because it's what I do full time, um, you know, we're like my best friends and I spent all my time with yeah. them and now they don't even talk to me and it's like some days it can yeah. feel really lonely and, and I think...
2: No, you're right. Sacrifice is a huge thing. If you want to succeed, you've got to learn to sacrifice and I think for me, like you said, people come into to you asking for your time, asking for ideas and that's kind of why I set up the Women Empowerment Week because... I don't have time to have coffee with everyone or sit with everyone or reply to everyone's email or Instagram message or text. So that's why I decided, like, once a month to get, pick 10 people out of the list that I've got, get them together, um, and give them then as much advice and stuff that I can, um, and try and do it that way. That was that was an easier way. But you're 100% right. Like, over the years, people can't grow, grow with you and stay with you along your, your journey. Like... It's sad, but it's just they're either scared of growth or, you know, they're jealous of it or they're intimidated by it. But, you know, the right people will stick with you along the way. And I think, you know, I've had most of my friends now for like over 10 years and they will stick with you. Sacrifices and stuff like my kids and my husband, obviously my husband's super busy as well. But yeah, like you do have to to learn. Again, it gets down to planning. You have to make sure that you plan your day so, you, you know, you don't have to sacrifice too much of your time from your family
0: and your friends. I mean let me ask you, I mean you say Kelly that you and your husband have kind of built businesses together, right? How does that working together like affect your relationship dynamic? Like, is that a really difficult thing to do? Because they say, "Oh, don't work with your partner," because then you'll just see them all the time. It's it's a lot of pressure because it's pressure with business, and then it puts pressure on your personal relationship. Like, how does that work for you guys? Does it work well, or is it an absolute mess a lot I of the mean, time? Honestly,
2: no, it works super well. Like, we got on so well during lockdown because we were so busy with work. Yeah, that we literally we we kind of. The balance was really good, but, you know, I go, I've got an office at home or I go into the office. We share an office. Um, it's a large office. Like, we've got the whole 31st floor, so we don't have to see each other if we don't want to. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, no, we work really well together. I mean, he's super busy. He's, I mean, I, I've got maybe 10 tabs running a day and on the different businesses, and he has about 10,000. So he's a whole other level. Like, honestly hold whole level but i say to people like if you're lucky enough to be in a car when he's on the phone or if you're lucky enough to sit in on a meeting with him like it's honestly mind-blowing he's my biggest men like don't tell him to get- <laughs> <laughs> he's my uh, he's my biggest like mentor and my biggest um you know motivator and yeah. my biggest supporter i think like he's honestly like so good at business and And he's grown over the years as well. Like, he started off and he had an office around his dining table in his one-bedroom apartment in Tiara. You know, he's grown from there to then me starting up my own modeling agency and having, like, pretty much working from home as well. Like, kind of started at the same level. And he's, like, I mean, he's, like, level much higher than mine. But, yeah, we we get on super well when we're working together.
1: So interesting for me because I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcasts podcast where we've been talking about dating and I've been talking about my tragic dating life Um, and I was just saying like I find it um, really hard to like meet someone or date because I either get one of two things. I get people being like, "Oh, you're an influencer." I'm like, nope. <laughs> um, I run. Uh-huh. I, run a, I run a brand that sometimes has influence. Yeah, but I wouldn't. You know, there's nothing. I have no issue with influencers. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But I hate this. Um, that Dubai girl as as a name and as a brand, people think it projects a certain thing, and they go, "Oh yeah," that like you know, in a sarcastic way, we. Like, oh, the Dubai girl. Oh yeah, you're that Dubai girl. You think you're that Dubai girl. Da 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 da. Um, And I have to say back to people, like, it's a brand. Like, you need to separate me from the brand. Um, It doesn't matter what the brand's called. It's what we've built and it's, you know, successful because of the name and what it stands for. So you know, I struggle with guys and clearly by your relationship with how you've described your husband, your husband is a super driven, super ambitious person as well. And that's what people say to me, oh, I should try and date people who are completely different to me and in completely different industries and more laid back and etc, etc. And I actually don't think that's right. I think I need to find someone who's on the same level as me, like who, when we decide here's our one day a week or half a day a week that we're going to, dedicate to each other that will be great because the rest of the time yeah, that person will it. understand yeah, yeah. like yeah. when I was a teacher people used to say oh teachers always date teachers because they understand yeah. like that what the days like and the stresses and the strains and yeah. like my parents my dad's nothing to do with education and could never understand when my mum worked in schools like the stresses and the strains of it and never got it you know because he worked a job where you went in and you started at the start of your shift and you ended at the end of your shift um so, yeah, I just wondered, like, what's your take on that, like, in terms of...
0: How, how, she's asking you, how is she going to meet someone good? Yeah, how am I basically going to meet my own version of your husband? <laughs> Has he got a wee
2: brother <laughs> or anything? No.
0: I need to find someone that's
1: got <laughs> drive <laughs> as well, you know?
2: I mean, exactly that, like, that's exactly what attracted me to him. And I think vice by, versa by that we're both, you know, super ambitious and we both wanted the same things out of life. So, I mean... I I met him because he need he started up his company needed hostesses for um, a launch event and so we met at biddy bondi like twelve years ago and uh, the rest is history so oh, nice. find someone that yeah suits, like exactly don't find someone opposite find someone that gets it and you know appreciates your drive and your passion for business for sure
1: amazing well, all right let's hope Christy fingers crossed eh <laughs> <laughs> um it's been so lovely to speak to you Kelly thank you for taking time out of your I know oh, your day's you as busy much as ours so be. um and if people want to well people can't get in touch with her she's too busy when's <laughs> your next when's your next um women's empowerment week do you have the date yet
2: I do. I'm doing one on the 24th of October. Um, I've got a couple of spaces left actually. Um, so if anyone needs their brands promoted or wants to have a, a you know, it's not really a week, like it's a whole week, but we only get together um, twice out of that week. Um, but yeah, we've got some really nice, maybe you can be one of the speakers at the lunch.
1: Oh, I would love oh. to. Yeah,
2: the 24th of October, is the next one. And then I'm going to do another um, another big event, probably uh, end of November, December. So I'll keep you
1: posted. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, Kelly, thanks so much for your time.
0: Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Cheers, bye. Mm-hmm.
1: So I've got a question for you this week. Yeah, go on. Which I was thinking about on my walk oh, in gosh. today. What are you scared of? I know this is really random, but what what is your like thing that you're scared of? Because I'm scared of two things. Yeah, and I mean, I'll tell you mine first if you want. So I'm scared of spiders. I don't like spiders. I always watch like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! And think I couldn't even do that for like 50 million pounds. Like I would actually have a meltdown. 50 million. I just I would be so stressed out. They'd have to like
0: be real. How much to have you and a spider in an enclosed space? Together, for yeah, 50, All right, fifty
1: million. Yeah, no, nah, come on.
0: What's the real, the real figure?
1: No, I don't like them. I wouldn't. No, I'd really no? freak out. Right, okay. No, and my second million? thing, a million. Yeah, right.
0: Oh, you've come down from fifty <laughs> to one, just like
1: that. A million's pretty life changing. So fifty thousand dirhams. No, that's only ten thousand pounds. Night. Don't only. like them. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, the next thing. That's the next a, thing. Okay. And yeah. since I've lived in Dubai, mm. crows, crows. Okay, so I've been attacked by, on two separate occasions, yeah. by a crow.
0: Wait, you you think crows are bad. Have you ever been attacked by a seagull? No. Right. In Scotland, in Aberdeen, where I live, the seagulls swoop around and they are just waiting to dive bomb like, you. And like I vultures. Once, yeah, I once had an oat cake in my hand, an oat cake. I mean, classy and very Scottish. And I was eating it and the seagull literally came down, looked me in the eye and ripped it out of my mouth. Oh my god. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. So yeah, I get that one. Yeah, but so yeah, like birds. I
1: once left um an owl salon, was just walking along yeah. and a crow just came at me and literally pecking my head, oh. going absolutely mad. I was screaming. People thought I was mental. Um and then the second occasion was a couple of years ago, which actually got caught on video. I'll have to find right. the video and send it to you. Um where I was looking for a venue for my thirtieth. Yeah. And um I was in JBR in like this Uh, place and I was making a video, it was like dusk and I was, you can hear me on the video saying, oh it's really nice but there's loads of crows around Uh and you know how I feel about crows and literally two seconds later you hear me scream, you see me fall over
0: And it was a crow? Yeah, a crow like proper attacked me. Well it's because you did hate speech on it, Yeah, so you need to keep your mouth shut from now on, stop offending people Kirsty Yeah, okay. Um, My fear oh she's this acting really like she's offended man and she just loves the bats. oh i do i absolutely love the bats. give it to me hard that's what i say in my personal life as well um <laughs> that's gonna be one of those moments that you listen back to and you don't like and just go what yeah. are you saying <laughs> i'm keeping it in. um my biggest fear now this might sound stupid and everyone laughs at me is tomato ketchup
1: oh that is not a that is not a weird fear. I hate my ketchup. No but
0: mine is a phobia.
1: Okay. So yours is like the next server up yeah. from mine. Like yeah.
0: so you wouldn't have ketchup in your house? No. And I can't like it's, it's the moment when they squirt out of the bottle and that, it's the noise that makes... Oh. oh, I can't. So, I hate ketchup. And I if there's really ketchup, am happy you said that because I think that will take our friendship to the next yeah, level because yeah. everyone around me loves ketchup and they no. just don't get it.
1: I hate ketchup. Um, there are, I will allow ketchup in my house because yeah. people do eat ketchup but they have to wash their own plates. Like that's how that's adamant I, I feel about it. Yeah. Um. If someone puts ketchup in like a burger or something, it's not a case of scrape it out. They have, the whole thing has to go back. It's game over. Yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. So, what's your condiment of choice?
0: Um. I like a maybe. A, I like a mayo. I like a mm. garlic mayo. I Night. like a ranch dressing. No. Sweet chili. Yep. Yeah. Mustard. Nah. Honey mustard. Could do it at a push, but no, I
1: can't have garlic. I'm really I'm one of those sad people that's really intolerant
0: oh, to garlic. sadly. The
1: best. I know, yeah. Oh, so
0: I love a garlic and herb sauce. Nah, you cannot beat
1: it. Can't even deal really with the smell. Like I just hate it so much. Oh,
0: I feel sorry for you there. Yeah.
1: That, I, well, I thought you were going <clears> to <throat> get really deep there, Kirsty, and be like
0: being alone.
1: No, no, Or like dying. It's only because on the way walking into this studio, you have to walk through that bit and there's loads of crows. And every time I walk through there, I have anxiety. Really? Yeah, I should just walk a different way. But sometimes I'm parked that end. Yeah. And I always walk through there and think that they're, they're going to get me. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the day where I walk in here and tell you like today was the day they got me.
0: If you and I ever fall out, anyone know where to rent a crow? <laughs> I'll it. Um, right, let's get to the That Dubai Girl question this week, Kirsty. Just a quick question that um, I actually wanted to ask you and I thought of. When is it too early to put Christmas decorations up?
1: Uh, I'm not the person to ask for this because I love Christmas. Are you ready soon? I'm like, middle of
0: November, they're going up. Yeah. Let's do start of November this year. We've had a tough year.
1: Uh, so I actually saw on Instagram someone I know put their Christmas decorations up the love other Love it, day. don't for, blame First you.
0: of October they
1: were up. And, and I you know like the Filipino was about tradition. tradition? Yeah, that, it was my friend who's Filipino. It's like,
0: to, I think it's September. No, first start of October, it up. Yeah. Is
1: it? Mad. Absolutely. Well, mad, but I love it. But it makes but it just, you happy. It does. I've already done some next orders for Christmas things. I've got nice. a new like, Christmas cookie jar, some Cute. serving plates, some napkins. Yeah, it's gone the other day. Some days when I'm just feeling a bit like, Ugh, I'm like, oh, Christmas.
0: Oh, and do you know what? Just put a Christmas tune on, it'll make you feel good. Yes. Michael Bibley, come on. Sometimes, and I'm in the car,
1: like Apple Play just randomly throws a Christmas song <gasps> love in. it. And I just let it play. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Christmas when you live... Like, people always ask me, like, Christmas in a hot country, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, my sister's in New Zealand, so Christmas with her is always hot, because that's summer oh, there so for her. That's it is, yeah. Um, Christmas here is hot. Yeah. Um, and I don't really like the cold. And do you know what I love about being here? One Christmas day, I went to a spa. Nice. Like, I love that nothing shuts, yeah. you know? Like, because it's... Christmas for us, but not Christmas for the year. Sad for it's, the people that work on Christmas Day. I but I do think, I've spoken to quite a lot of people, and I think people that celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. tend to get Christmas off Yeah, um, in those industries like retail and spas, etc., cetera, et cetera, versus like, then when it's Eid, they mm-hmm. do like a bit of a swap around.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I loved that. Like, I loved getting up on Christmas morning and going for a spa day. See, and last then going two for a
0: years roast. I've been here it's just not the same for me not loved it now. because like in Scotland it's freezing it it yeah. snows a lot of the time yeah. on Christmas day and that's just what Christmas is for me and obviously like having all my family around is what I want but also the best fights happen at Christmas Kirsty yeah, oh I see, love the
1: drama I only ever spend Christmas like if I go home it's only just me mum and dad so I don't really get that either that oh. kind of like mad Christmas vibes oh, like i got a tiny family so
0: I love the drama Mick
1: I love
0: it <laughs> I love the drama, I mean, honestly. Well, do you know what I'll do? I'll Skype you in for my Christmas dinner, and you can feel the drama oh, for yourself if no, you want, no,
1: babes. I'm gonna be here in the sunshine, yeah? sitting. So hopefully at the. Have you, oh, We're plugging just the the golf club here, but have you been to? Apparently, Emirates Golf Club is where it's at for Christmas really? Day. Yeah, I haven't done it my, myself personally, but that's yeah. that's. On you sit on the big lawn apparently you all dress up big Christmas tree sounds good sounds cracking so, so Emirates uh,
0: Emirates Golf Club if you're listening and Emirates Airlines if you want to get me flights to <laughs> Glasgow you can do that as well uh, Look, we've got a question on that Dubai girl this week let's see what you think of this one Kirsty hi girls I feel like my friends are sick of me. Oh, oh gosh, right. I I'm in a relate. relationship. My are sick of me all the time. Yeah, I think mine are too. I'm in a relationship, which isn't perfect. Me and my boyfriend have a lot of problems. We fight a lot, and I always confide in my friends when that happens. He cheated on me. I took him back against my friends' advice. I feel like the girls are now sick of it. They're pulling away from me. I love him, but I also love them. They won't answer my texts anymore, and I think they've made a new group chat without me because they never talk. Talk on the one that we currently have, which used to be constant all day. What can I do? Tough.
1: Well, you know how I feel about the cheating exes.
0: So, I mean, I think, yes, cheating, <clears throat> right, never acceptable. I, I personally would say if he does it once, you let him away with it, he'll do it again. But the friends thing, right, let's be real. We've all had a friend that constantly moans about their partner, yep. stays with them no matter what. Yep. So you're scared to slate them because yep. you're just like, you want to be on their side. You want to be like, oh, he's an arsehole, get rid of him, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you know two later they're going to get back together. So it's a hard one as a friend
1: to handle, yeah. right? I also think it's like really draining. Mm-hmm. So like I've gone through this with friends in the past where like, people have broken up and you go through all the emotions with them like especially like relationships that have been together for a long time Mm. you're like like you said you're there for them you're slating the other person even if you're not slating the other person you're just when someone who's you know like we've said before friends here are like your family um i've been through this with like my sister as well like when relationships go bad and i don't know personally I'm just like if you go through all that with the person you feel like you've been through that breakup yeah and then to go through it all all the stress all the draining everything and then Mm. for them to go back to them you think like oh my god like I sat with you where you were crying I took you here I bought this for you I did that for you like I was there where everything fell apart and I put my own life on hold to support you Mm. and I think builds up a little bit of a level of resentment like you think like you've put me through all this with you Mm -hmm. i've gone through all this with you just for two weeks later to be all back together yeah um and i've had friends where i've had to just like draw the line with them about it when they've gone back and forth so much and i've just said look i love you as a friend um i still want to be your friend but i don't want to hear any more of this like i'm not prepared to be in this circle of this self-destructive circle and I don't want to hear it and I don't want to be a part of it so we can be friends but I don't want to hear about this person
0: it's hard and obviously we've all been where she is as well where you are blindly in love with someone mm. and you think that they're amazing and you won't really hear a bad word about them but then you break down sometimes you feel like this feel like that and it's hard like as a friend but right, how much do you think that you should say when someone gets in a fight with their partner because me, I'm very much like, especially with my best mate, I'm very much like, oh my god, they're an idiot, you're so much better than this, how dare they speak to you like that how dare they, and then she does that to me, but I think that's a best friend thing, but with, I don't know, some people just can't take it, can they? And that my fear is if you say too much about their partner they'll just turn on you. They'll yeah. always take the partner's side and I don't know why that is but it just seems to be the case, right? Yeah,
1: or they'll relay it back to their partner when they get that's back. That's awful if that happens. Yeah, happened. yeah. But, oh, Kirsty said you were a right dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Or like they have <laughs> an argument and they throw up something someone else has said. Yeah.
0: Like. So what would your advice to this girl be? Obviously she misses her friends and I think she kind of knows where she's gone wrong. Like, what so would you she's say? still with the guy. Still with the guy but feels like her friends are kind of pulling away from her.
1: Well, I mean, if they're if they're not talking to her and they're not replying to her messages, I hate to say it but maybe it's a little bit like it's gone too far. Like really? I don't know. Like I don't know. You can reach you can put the olive branch out to mm. people and if they if you put it out so many times and they're snapping it and throwing it back at you and not responding or ignoring mm. you. I think unfortunately these people have
0: made up their minds. So I think she needs to have it out with them. And I feel, I am very much a person that I cannot leave a situation in limbo. I yeah. never can. So, you know, I get what you're saying. Maybe you just need to, oh, lie back and give up. I think what she should do is she should get them, speak to them, ask them what's going on, and then... She might not be ready for the truth though. That's the problem as no, well. Right? And
1: and I agree with that, but yeah. I feel like she'd already said they're ignoring me, they're not yeah. they're not talking to me. For people to start ignoring you and not talking to you, they've already made that decision that yeah. they're not gonna be your friend anymore. Um and that's really sad and mm-hmm. savage and that happens, but like I don't know, is there more to this? Like who knows? It, you know Is it the first time he's cheated? Exactly, is it horrible to her? Exactly. Like, we don't know. And like I said, I think myself as a friend I've been through this with people Mm. and when it gets to the third fourth fifth time I've just gone I still want to be your friend but I don't want to hear any of this and if you want to be my friend and go out and do whatever and talk about our lives it's completely separate from this on off relationship, I still want to be your friend. But yeah. I don't want to be involved in any of this drama because I can't keep picking you up mm. and then a week later you're all happy again and the next week you're all sad again. And like whether that makes me sound like a shitty friend, I don't know. But I think it just has to be a point where you draw a line with it. It's just such a difficult situation. Yeah. And it's one we've all been in. For maybe sure. also like if she's you know, sometimes you can become too reliant on like a small group of people. Mm. Like maybe you need to branch out and like try and try something new for herself. Mm. Like that might, you know, open her eyes to things about her relationship as well, like Mm -hmm. go out, join some clubs, do some stuff. You know, she might... It might just be that her friends are just not very honest people and she needs some new ones. True,
0: or... What about maybe this happens a lot as well. When someone gets into a relationship, they just forget about their mates. Yeah. So maybe that's what's happened. Yeah. She's kind of forgotten about them, then goes back to them when she needs advice. Yeah. If things are shit, yeah. then goes back to the little hold up life with the boyfriend, then goes back to them. If things go shit, we've all been there as well. Yeah. I think the only thing to do is you're going to learn this on your own. That's, that's what I would say to the girl. Mm. You will learn on your own and nobody can tell you what to do because you, you won't listen. And I think that's what everyone does. Yeah. You do, you'll never know until you go through it yourself and you come out the other end. So we can't help you there. Yeah, sorry. That was useless. I know. We sorry. can't really help you. But I do believe that if these friends are the right friends for you, you're going to sort it out. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe you should chuck the boyfriend.
1: Yeah, maybe. Just see. Cheaters. Is- can't be trusted, mate. Nah. No, Done it do once he do it he'll definitely do it again I'm or sorry. Or cheat on him.
0: Get your own back. I mean no, I don't I'm condone that one. We're as not a joke. we're not gonna we're not, no. <laughs> gonna we're
1: not gonna support that.
0: We're not gonna Two
1: wrongs don't make a right. Sometimes they do.
0: Anyway, Christy, lovely to see you. We'll see you next week.
1: Pleasure as always goodbye god bye. bless god bless you're
2: doing like <laughs> religious things now didn't know No, did did you ever
1: have a nan that's how my nan always ends the god phone bless. calls to me she was like goodbye god bless Aww. love you
0: yeah. my gran goes bye hen oh nice so I'll say that to you bye hen god bless bye ben bye babes bye ben bye babes who's ben right bye let's go bye <laughs>